Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. It's Friday the 5th of July. Coming up, more police in Kent to be armed following attacks on officers. Every frontline officer that, that goes out and deals with uh, emergency incidents and, and affects arrest will be provided with a taser device if they want one. 90th Kent County show gets underway. I think our main thing for us is to, to always innovate and always look for that new thing um, while keeping the traditions. So the traditions are really important to us. Kent gets a royal visit as new cruise ship is officially named. The important thing is that the bottle actually breaks. It's considered extremely bad luck if it doesn't. And we certainly neither want it not to break, nor do we want it to dent the house. Kent Online News. First up today, it's claimed children as young as seven are being recruited by so-called county lines gangs to move drugs across the country. A report by the Children's Society looking at the dealing operations spreading across cities to small towns across the UK has found a big increase in the number of youngsters involved. Meantime, it's feared county lines gangs could also be partly to blame for recent attacks on police in Kent. Earlier this week, we told you how 11 officers were hurt in just three days from last Friday. Raids have been taking place across the county recently to try and disrupt groups who are coming here to deal drugs. Jeff has been speaking to Deputy Chief Constable Tony Blaker about attacks on officers. Unfortunately, and it's quite shocking, it's a daily occurrence that our officers are punched, kicked, spat at by uh, offenders when they are dealing with them. In in the last weekend, uh, we had an officer um, who had to go to hospital having had his head hit. Uh, on a door frame, restraining a sus- suspect. Uh, a week two back, we had an officer who was run over uh, by a, a driver in a stolen car with a broken leg, uh, trying to put out a device to stop the car. So police officers face um, serious risks uh, every day when they go to work in Kent. There seems to be more attacks on, on police these days nationally, which also seems to be reflected in, in Kent. Um, I mean, wh- why do you think this is the case? Well, it's hard to say exactly why that is. I mean, the influence of drink and drugs on people's behaviour. Um, there are occasions when people uh, are suffering from uh, mental health problems also um, become violent when, when they're dealt with by the police. Um, and we don't have a, a very low tolerance to this sort of behaviour. So we, we actively uh, record and prosecute uh, against everybody who assaults our officers. How much do you feel this is um, sort of spreading from, from London as well in Kent? Well, we're very concerned about the sort of uh, the rise in violence arising from county line gangs uh, uh, operating from uh, places like London uh, into Kent. Uh, and we're very concerned about the carrying of weapons. That's why we've been uh, uh, delivering a large amount of um, warrants and arrests and stop searches in the last few months to, to tackle that issue. But it, it, but it is a growing problem. Are you actually having to bring in sort of armed police um, to more sort of incidents as a result of attacks against officers? Well, we have a, we have a very um, uh, competent armed policing uh, service to the to the county of Kent. But what we are doing to supplement that is to increase the number of taser trained officers that we have. So uh, the Chief Constable has invested a large amount of money uh, to train and equip officers with taser devices. So we will have probably an additional thousand officers in the next year or so that are trained with that device to protect themselves and the public more effectively. There is an argument perhaps for all police officers to be armed armed with tasers. Is that something that you could would potentially um, consider? Well, in Kent, the Chief Constable's uh, 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 made funding available for every officer who uh, requires a taser device to have one. So uh, we expect that we'll have about 1,500 taser trained officers on patrol uh, when we've rolled that out. Um, and we believe that it should be available 
if officers need one to do their job. Are you aware of sort of how many officers have potentially had to take sort of days off sick, either for obviously injuries suffered or, or perhaps f for, me you know, mental health issues as, as a result of attacks? Well, we, thankfully, most officers, because they're well trained and they're well equipped, can deal with violent people and, and, and arrest them without suffering serious injuries. Uh, we do get officers who are seriously hurt, as, as we discussed earlier. Um, and we put a huge amount of effort into supporting our officers. So we have um, uh, occupational health services and counselling services uh, and, and, and other things, physiotherapy that can look after them and, and get them back to work. So we, we take it very seriously and we take a zero tolerance approach to those people that assault our staff. Are you aware of sort of police officers actually quitting as a result of, of, of attacks? I think there are instances where people decide that they don't want to um, suffer that sort of abuse and violence at uh, their job. Thankfully, it's a very small number. Most of our officers are very brave. They come to work every day and they protect the public uh, and, and take on this risk uh, to do so. Kent Online reports. Jaguar Land Rover says it's committed to keeping the UK as the company's home as it reveals plans to build a new electric car model in the Midlands. Business Secretary and Kent MP Greg Clark is describing it as a vote of confidence in the UK automotive industry, but the firm's signalling that future investment in its home market isn't guaranteed as it needs to see the right Brexit deal. A man's in hospital with serious injuries after the car he was in overturned on the A2 in Strood near the junction for the M2. It happened on the coastbound carriageway just after half four yesterday afternoon, closing part of the road for more than seven hours. A burglar who left traces of blood at a crime scene in Margate has been jailed for more than two years. 38-year-old Louis Sheehan, who doesn't have a permanent address, was also caught on CCTV raiding thousands of pounds worth of designer perfume from boots in the high street in February and April. Kent Online News. The 90th Kent County Show is well underway. Tens of thousands of you are likely to be heading to the showground at Detling between now and Sunday for the event which will feature a Spitfire flypast and of course the world-famous Titan the Robot. Anglo-Saxon reenactments in the Woodland area are new to the show this year. I've been chatting to Lucy Hegarty, who's the show manager. Our main ring attraction this year is the Jigitovka International Stunt Team. So they're Cossack, Russian Cossack riders that are set to absolutely amaze and stun us all with their um, some would say dangerous, uh, I'd say exciting tricks in the ring, so that's fabulous. Uh, we also have a very special visit today uh, on from the Duke of Kent, who's our patron and has been our patron for over 40 years, so we're really excited that he's able to come to the show this year. For anyone who hasn't been along to the county show before, can you just explain kind of its history and what it's all about and what it's meant to be kind of exhibiting or showing off about Kent? Absolutely. So we are, it's a showcase of the very best of everything in Kent. Uh, we started as an agricultural show in 1923, um, we did miss a few years due to the war, but this is our 90th show. Um, we have everything you can possibly think of. So from um, livestock, so cattle, sheep and pigs and goats, through to uh, woodland area. We've got a flower show. We've got show jumping. We've got British pole climbing championships, uh, vintage vehicles, food halls. Um, I could go on and on and on. There, there is so much here. It's so exciting. And how do you think it's managed to attract so many people over those 90 years? Because every year, thousands flock to this show, don't they? Come rain or shine. Absolutely. So we're, we're hoping for somewhere between seventy five and 80,000 visitors over the three days, um, which is fabulous. And we look forward to welcoming them. I think our main thing for us is to, to always innovate and always look for that new thing um, while keeping the traditions. So the traditions are really important to us, but we're always looking for that new, exciting thing that's, that's coming along. 
and lots of school children, I'm sure, are going to be heading along um, this year. How important is it to get particularly young people perhaps interested in, as you say, the traditional routes, the agriculture, and maybe farming, things like that? So um, we're a charity, which um, some people don't know. So we're the Kent County Agricultural Society, and we run the Kent County Show. So part of our charitable objectives is to advertise uh, or encourage people and the future of, of agriculture. So it's a real key for us. We have an area called Food and Farming, so children can come along and um, ride on a smoothie bike, so um, bake some bread, learn how to milk a cow. Um, so all sorts of activities across site for children. And do you think Kent is still very much seen as the Garden of England? It's typically had that title. Do you think the show kind of proves that that's still very much the case? Absolutely. I mean, the, the, we have the National Cherry and Soft Fruit Show here. So um, examples of the very finest cherries, fruits um, and strawberries uh, across the county, as well as our flower show. So this year we're holding the WI Huxley Cup. So it's a national competition. So we'll have um, WI clubs from across the country competing in a floral art competition. So very much for us, we very much see ourselves as the Garden of England still. As you say, the weather is looking good. Um, I'm sure you're going to welcome, as you say, tens of thousands of people. For anyone who hasn't gone along, they're coming along for the first time. What advice would you like to give them? There is some walking, but there's lots of areas to sit down and have a look. We've got live music areas. We've got catering areas. We've got rings where you can sit down and, and have a rest. Um, but realistically, it's, it's come along, look at the website, plan your day. We have an itinerary planner on the website so you can have a look at what you might like to see and that will put together an itinerary for you. Um, and just come along, take your time and enjoy it. The government's looking into new ways to make sure the wreck of a wartime bomb ship off the Kent coast remains safe. The SS Richard Montgomery sank off the coast of Sheppey 75 years ago and the masts can still be seen just above the water. A group of experts is examining whether monitoring and surveying the site is still the best thing to do or if the munitions should actually be removed. 150 new homes are going to be built on the site of a former hospital in Kent. Developers say they're transforming the area around the old Buckland Hospital in Dover, which has been targeted by vandals since demolition started a few years ago. Planning permission has now been granted and it's hoped all the properties will be completed within three years. Kent Online reports. Kent's getting a royal visit as a new cruise ship is officially named. The Duchess of Cornwall has been invited to carry out the honours for Saga's spirit of discovery at the port of Dover. The quayside has been transformed into a garden party with guests being served a special sparkling wine made by Kent-based Hush Heath Estate. A bottle of it will also be smashed against the ship for the ceremony. Richard Balfour Lynn is the co-founder of Hush Heath. He spoke to Ish before the event took place. We've had over the last couple of years a very strong partnership and relationship with Saga across all their cruise ships where we supply the majority of the wine that they offer their uh, guests and visitors on board. Um, It began actually a few years ago when they brought down their Britannia Wine Club members to trials various styles for them and they got involved in, in selecting the wines that actually were served on board. And since then, our relationship has continued to grow right up to more recently, where with the launch of their new uh, cruise liner, uh, the Spirit of Discovery, they asked us to create a, a Spirit of Discovery wine to serve with our afternoon teas. Uh, and they were particularly keen on a demi sec, which is slightly sweet, 
version, which, which sparkling wine, which um, they could serve with their afternoon teas. As part of that long-standing relationship, that must have been a huge honour for you to have that opportunity to create this specially made wine. It's a huge honour. Um, we love working with Saga. We've built a, a really close relationship. They, they regularly have visitors coming to the estate, Harshith Estate, uh, to, to walk around and, and taste the wines. And it, it's become a very close relationship with them all. And we're hugely honoured that, uh, that um, Her Royal Highness, the Duchess of Cornwall, is, is, is actually going to launch the Spirit of Discovery with a couple of, with the Jeroboam of our wine. And that on, on the big event, all the wines served will be English, which we're incredibly proud of, and it's absolutely right and proper. And, and more particularly our wines. And obviously there will be a, a large number of guests in, uh, who will be able to, to travel on, on the ship, just under a 1,000. And, and you alluded to the taste already, but what can guests expect from your sparkling wine? We're, we're in the Garden of England, Hushith. Um, our wines, uh, you know, Hushith Estate is the home of Balfour Wines. Um, all, all, all our grapes are grown on the estate, are bottled on the estate. Everything's produced on the estate, so authenticity is really important. And being in the Garden of England, our wines have a very distinctive balance of grapefruit and, and wonderful English acidity. English acidity being slightly more vibrant and racy than French acidity, simply because we're a more temperate climate. So it's that wonderful length and mouthfeel and real clarity of wines that, that we produce and that their guests will be able to enjoy. Of course, a bottle of, of the wine is going to be smashed against the ship as part of the naming ceremony. How will that process go? Can you just tell me what that's going to be like? Uh, Her Royal Highness, sorry, I should say, will we'll, um, send forth down a specially designed machine, a Jeroboam uh, of our Bal- Balfour Brut Rosé that will smash against the side of the ship and, and, and effectively that will be the naming ceremony. And it's very, very exciting. I mean, how, how are you feeling? Any, any nerves at all? Well... The important thing is that the bottle actually breaks. It's considered extremely bad luck if it doesn't. And we certainly neither want it not to break, nor do we want it to dent the hull. But no, I mean, we, 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 we've, we've trialled two previously bottles to make sure it works perfectly, and, and I'm sure everything will work perfectly today. Absolutely. Fingers crossed it goes smoothly. Um, has any, any special preparation gone into to getting ready for, for that moment? I think a lot, a lot of preparation has gone into making sure that the bottle actually does smash. That's quite important, as you can imagine. Um, there are, I think, 500 guests attending the naming ceremony and uh, an afternoon tea and then a dinner in the evening and, and finally dancing to Jules Holland. So it's, it's going to be a sort of great, fun-filled event, um, which I know the Saga team will work very hard to put together. And, and, and equally, all the guests there will be able to enjoy a whole range of our Balfour Hushith Estate English wines, from, from sparkling wines right through to still uh, rosés, whites, and, and, and our new Pinot Noir red, which is, is very exciting for everybody. And showcase, and really showcases, you know, a great British event with the launch of this wonderful ship and, and showcases great English wines and, and made from Kent in particular because obviously the, the, the ceremony is in Dover in Kent and so there's a, a real county connection. 
And a book bought by a Faversham woman for just £5 is now expected to fetch 20000 at auction. Sarah Hickman purchased the original copy of England's Treasures, which dates back to 1664, at a shop almost 20 years ago. She only realised how valuable it was when she found it again while tidying and decided to Google it. It's going under the hammer at Christie's in London next Wednesday. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the weekend, you can, of course, head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.